address, most people will tell you that insurances are important. Health insurance, that's a big one. Everyone's always talking about it. Car insurance, life insurance, health insurance, you name it. There's an insurance for it. But what about your freedom and your security? Now, we have an answer for that. Um, our three contingencies is the first and only company that has a system in place to help you if you make a mistake and your security becomes an issue in your freedom. So if you have a run-in with the law or police, <laughs> um, there are plans in place and there's plans that you can have set up to help you in those situations. Because most people will just turn their back on you, not R3 contingencies. So to learn more, um, text R3C to 36260. You'll get our really cool app and you can learn more about it. Hello everyone and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Jeremy Kaufman of the Free State Project. How's it going? Great to be here with you, Chris. Absolutely. So since I know you do a lot of other things on your own, um, let's talk a little bit about yourself first, then we'll kind of jump into this whole Free State Project thing. <laughs> sure, yeah. I was Well, it was one of our, our pre-show conversations. I yeah. was, what, what hat am I wearing here? So uh, I'm involved with the Free State Project. I'm a board member there. And the Free State Project is a... Uh, movement to concentrate those uh, with a libertarian, uh, liberty-oriented mindset in the state of New Hampshire, kind of recognizing that um, uh, we can be more effective by uh, concentrating. If you're a big believer in liberty and freedom, you know, um, you're probably uh, not feeling great about the policies of your state. Uh, maybe by um, aligning uh, our forces, we can accomplish more. Um, I, I, I find the idea a very interesting one from a business perspective. It's not that, you know, in my opinion, um, socialists and, and communists should be doing the same thing. Uh, yeah. I think it's a very smart idea. Uh, I'm also very into uh, business itself. Uh, I am, uh, I guess, a serial entrepreneur at this point. Uh, I'm on my uh, second startup that still exists. I founded one company that was a software as a service company serving sport and activity organizations okay. and uh, grew that company to uh, a, a moderate size and it's still growing. It's called TopScore. And I'm currently the CEO of a blockchain-based uh, digital content company called LBRY uh, Library. And that's sort of this idea that can we create services like uh, YouTube or Netflix but design them via this protocol-based way so that you, know, you don't have this level of ownership that, say, Facebook or Google does over the service itself. The service is actually controlled by uh, the users rather than the company that built it. Uh, and so, yeah, so we're, I mean, I imagine we're going to have quite a bit to talk about, and, yeah. um, but there's some, there's some common topics because I tend to bring my startup mentality to the Free State Project. Yeah. Okay. So that's really interesting. Um, I, I think it's probably a little tough like offhand, but go a little bit into that because I like the idea that because I think some of the issues we run into with, you know, as like you said, Facebook, Google, YouTube, is that they're very traditionally structured, so it creates a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty cool, though. I like that. Yeah, so uh, the idea of library, LBRY, is, uh, and this is a product that exists. You can go and download it and run it right now. It's lbry.io. Uh, we have built a, a blockchain-based protocol, and when I use the word protocol, a protocol is not a platform. It's not Facebook. It's not... Uh, it's not Google. Uh, protocol is the stuff that powers the web. It's how we can open Firefox and Chrome and, and yeah. get the same experience. It's how we can have different email and have the same experience. We said, can we build a protocol that specifically that solves this specific problem, uh, distributing and monetizing digital content? That's what we tried to do with Library. Um, there's over 500,000 videos and other pieces of digital content on there right now. Um, there's some super popular YouTubers. You can find um, a couple of Hollywood videos. We have a, a deal with a, a Hollywood studio. Uh, so you know, there's a there's a mm -hmm. decent amount of content on there right now. 
you can go and check it out. It is a beta. It is a blockchain-based product. You know, it's not, uh, not, I'm not trying to promise perfection quite yet. We're still in beta. Uh, but uh, lo um, you know, lots of people are using it. And uh, it, it's, yeah, people, your users, uh, your your viewers can can check it out right now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah. we're an international company, although we do have uh, an office here in New Hampshire. And I live here in, in New Hampshire. Pretty cool. Awesome. I'm definitely going to talk to you more about that at another point because yeah. that's pretty cool. I like those types of new revolutionary ideas type thing. Yeah. I think those are important and pretty cool. So anyway, so let's get into um, the Free State Project. Yeah. So I guess Blanket, what is it? Yeah. So I I, I, I jumped the gun on this question a little yeah. bit. Man, <laughs> uh, the, the idea is... Uh, <laughs> uh, the idea is uh, liberty is a great idea, but we've been losing fighting it everywhere individually. Yeah. Um, if you look at the history of the United States, uh, it was kind of founded on this idea of individual liberty, uh, individual choice. Um, if we were, say, to plot this on a graph, uh, we've had ups and downs, but it's gradually um, gone downward. We have less. Uh, there, now, technology has gotten better. I'm not saying I'd rather live in the 1750s. But if, if you look at the amount of personal freedom that we have from government, the amount that people have the ability to make choices for themselves, which is a very important uh, idea to me, um, it's gone downwards over the history of time. And so this idea that we're going to kind of convince people on the ideas of liberty, I, I, I congratulate the people who are working on that. I applaud them. Uh, because, right, that's how we get more liberty-oriented people. But as a liberty-oriented person myself, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know, excuse, F that. Like, it's yeah. like, like we're losing. We've been losing for all time. Like, there's got to be another way. And so that's, you know, I, I, and I do have this startup-oriented mindset of like, you know, is there another strategy that we can pursue? And I think the idea of the Free State Project is just, it's a brilliant strategy. Yeah. Uh, and it really made me fall in love with the idea because it has the same, it's, you know, it actually has the same dynamics as a startup in terms of what makes it successful. Yeah. It has this self-reinforcing idea. And um, you know, this is already happening. Uh, people are already moving. Uh, states are getting more more blue or more red. You know, We need a state that's for those who believe in freedom. Because yeah. this is not the majority of the United States. Yeah. But if we concentrate ourselves, maybe we can actually get something done. Yeah. The United States has a strong tradition of federalism and, the, and, and respect for states' rights. And so the idea is we can be more effective living in one place. Um, and I can talk more about that experience, but I've already been probably talking too long about what the no, idea is. So that's, so that's the, that's the idea of the free state project. And we can talk more about the specifics and the history and, and, and how we're doing. And the answer is great by the way. Um, <laughs> but that's the idea. Okay. I like that because there's always this idea and I think it's, it's tossed around a lot and it's that's uh, vote with your feet. So, you know, yeah. the idea of getting up moving, you know, based on your money and your beliefs and stuff, but people don't really actually do it very often. So it's good to see that principle actually being enacted. And I like to see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it just makes a lot of sense on, on a lot of levels. However, to make, you know, so I'm kind of making a, a bird's eye strategic view yeah. argument, which is not the, the argument as to why you yourself out there um, <laughs> should consider moving. Uh, so I do, I, I do want to talk about that a little bit because I like the strategy of it. Um, the subjective experience was actually more even more like I found I, I really like the idea and that was a big driver in my move subjectively having moved here there are things that I've appreciated about it that I really wouldn't have yeah. um but uh before experiencing it which is like if you are this kind of person living in a lot of places you're kind of like regularly like biting your tongue or like if you're not biting your tongue like very carefully phrasing <laughs> your argument yeah so as like to construct it in a way that like you're not gonna get like immediately like everyone's gonna hate you because some uh, uh and so 
Um, you and it's it is kind of like taking like there's this. We don't notice pressure when it's on us. We get used to the pressure that we, yeah. we have in any given situation. But if you all of a sudden are in this area of high pressure and you move to this area of lower pressure, all mm-hmm. of a sudden you realize, oh wow, I was I had all this pressure on me before that, yeah. that I hadn't been like that I'd gotten used to, but had lost sight of. And that's kind of was the experience for me having moved here. It's like all of a sudden I go to the grocery store and there's three people with bumper stickers that, you know, from the Free State Project or things like this. And I walk downtown to get a coffee and I'm going to run into someone I know or, you know, or or don't know but recognize as like a friend. And and psychologically that's been a very like uplifting feeling for me. And I wouldn't have – I wasn't on my pro and con list when I thought about moving here. Yeah. So why New Hampshire? Well, uh, you know that that movement was that the choice that choice was made before I was yeah. um, personally involved. Um, but I, uh, New Hampshire is uh, so I can. But I can talk about some of the criteria sure. in terms of, of how they made it. Um, so one was uh, they wanted to have a uh, there's size constraints, right? They want to have, they want to pick a state where influence is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, 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 what is the current political affiliation of the state? How liberty minded are they? And uh, New Hampshire is one of the most, if not the most, uh, liberty. Uh, oriented states to begin with. Yeah. I believe it's regularly getting ranked first or second uh, by some of the organizations that attempt to rank this, although their names uh, escape me because I'm bad at my job. Yeah. Uh, but uh, some organization with three or four letters totally does this, yeah. and they say that we're first or second. And they have an acronym, so you should trust them. Um, I trust any... If, an, if, if a fact is attributed to an acronym... It's true. Got it. That's yeah. it. So, right there. Yeah. Uh, just life lesson. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of sarcasm in this. If you, if you, if you, uh, anyway, uh, so uh, that um, there was a vote as well. So the people who had been involved that well ultimately did vote. Um, what were some of the other criteria? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, geographic location, uh, you know, desirability of like living there. Yeah. The, you know, there's the normal things. Um, I think New Hampshire won by a decent amount. And I, I believe the second and third places not ordered um, were uh, Alaska and Wyoming. So okay. I think we can be very glad. I'm very glad it was New Hampshire over those two because I think yeah. it would have been a lot less likely that I had moved to either of those states. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I would I would definitely personally do Alaska because that's almost like perfect for that type of freedom things. It's so outside of everything else that yeah you know. yeah I, but I still want to be connected like, you know I'm an yeah. hour from Boston you know at least yeah. for a lot of the things that I do I don't think I, as much as I like the idea you know, there's a part of me that likes the idea of living this you know very remote and detached life but you know honestly for a lot of things I'm doing, I couldn't do it from Alaska and I think doing it from Wyoming would be pretty hard too yeah. even as a remote company it's still I still find myself you know I'm going to Boston on Thursday and I'm in Boston you know several times a month and, and, and it's just nice being able to be near that hub yeah um so uh i definitely i definitely support the choice in new hampshire yeah i mean yeah even talking about just proximity to other places new york's only like four or five hours yeah and boston's pretty close so it's not far you know so it's a good location right i mean so i think new hampshire is kind of everything um but i mean i'm sure a lot of listeners of your show already appreciate that yeah uh, how great new hampshire is but yeah yeah, i i love i love the choice of, of moving here Cool. Yeah. yeah, so let's get into it a little bit. Um, so we kind of have an idea of the little bit of the back. How old is the Free State Project? Is this a new concept or is it? It's old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the idea was to get 20,000 people okay. to promise to move here 
what so is the idea the idea was uh, so it's a, um it's called an assurance contract yeah uh but uh the this is a fancy term for what we're much more familiar as kickstarter okay right? uh, kickstarter is an assurance contract right yeah. we, uh, once if a certain group of people make a promise in the case of kickstarter to pledge money once we cross a threshold the contract is in effect until we cross that threshold or unless we cross that threshold contract is not going to execute okay. right so if i back a kickstarter and they don't get enough money i don't i didn't lose anything yeah right the same idea was the, the same idea was here um so it's based off of uh, it was actually a phd thesis um by um gosh i'll be embarrassed if i get this wrong but i believe in, in political science um um by a professor uh J his name is jason sorens um so he's kind of the, the father of the movement okay. and his idea was that all it would take his so it was this, you know sort of studying how effective people could be politically um, and he said that in a state of approximately this size, all it would take was about 20,000 people to um, dramatically shift the politics of the state. Yeah. So this um, study and research, which is quite good, was kind of the uh, foundation for the idea. Um, I don't think he he didn't write the like expect it. This was he's a Jason's a, a very very academically minded person, right? Yeah. He he um he he's certainly glad the Free State Project is happening, but if anything, you know, he he's not the kind of person who does these kinds of things lightly. He yeah. he wrote it as an academic exercise. He was not trying to start. I don't yeah. think he's not trying to like start a movement. <laughs> but some some people read this or word spread, and and gosh, I hope no one who is like was there 15 years ago is listening to this because like my I, this is all like second and third hand yeah. and you know I'm not a, a Free State Project historian yet I've only been on the board for six months or three months three months I think <laughs> so um uh, but yeah, uh, uh, people got wind of the idea they liked it they started doing this they started collecting people to pledge at um a certain amount I think it was five thousand was when they held the vote on the state yeah and it took um. Yeah, uh, over a decade, a little over a decade before they got the 20,000 signatures. Uh, but we have over 5,000 people here now. People have more years to move. To me, this is something that I think the assurance contract idea was a great strategy. But like to yeah. me, it's like New Hampshire is a libertarian state. Like we're going to like if you're a libertarian minded person or freedom oriented minded person, I, I don't mean libertarian in terms of like the libertarian party, but yeah. just like if you believe in personal freedom, personal responsibility, like it makes sense to live in a place with other people who think that way yeah. you will both feel better about your life and you will be increasing the chance that like the world itself actually like works the way that you want it to yeah and so to me i think we've that you know if you google it you do google it right now most libertarian state you're gonna find a bunch of stuff that says new hampshire libertarians are moving here i meet libertarians who move here are like wait the free state project what yeah <laughs> but they but they found new hampshire because they yeah. thought this way and so it's an interesting study and in sort of like marketing and branding and like how you know, there's these certain kinds of, um, this is a, to bring it back to business and a business way of thinking about it. Uh, what is the name for this um, kind of thing? Not a preference cascade, but basically like, uh, I can't remember the term for it, but we, we there's these situations in business where it's like, it's just important that there is a standard, that there is a choice. It's yeah. not like so much that paper be eight and a half by 11 inches or that like your USB phone charger be specifically, you know, two millimeters or whatever it is, yeah. so much as like, that's what, I, you know, that's the standard. Yeah. And so the point is, like, New Hampshire was, the, like, New Hampshire has been kind of, like, established as the choice. People are moving here because of it. It's going to be self-reinforcing, and it will, I think, become the standard choice that if you are of this mindset, New Hampshire is where you go. Yeah. Because we're seeing this kind of thing happen. As I, I said earlier, this is happening already. It's happening nationally. Um, our political affiliations have become... I don't know if this is too off-topic for your show. No, I find no, this is a fascinating factor. Our political affiliations have become 
like the most, almost the most socially defining and important characteristics about us. They've become so important. I don't like this, by the way. Let me, yeah. Let me be clear. But like, you can look at a, um, you know, they have this. There's very interesting data about like they surveyed people on how opposed would you be by your partner, um, by I'm sorry, by your um, son or daughter marrying someone of a different race. And of course, as society has gotten much more progressive in this uh, um, regard, as I think is completely correct, uh, it's gone down. And you know now, like, very, very few people are offended by it. It's like a single digit percentage. Yeah. And then um, you can plot that against, I'm not trying to say that there's some relationship here, I just think it's interesting, uh, how offended would you be of, if your son or daughter married someone of a different political persuasion? Yeah. And it used to be 40 or 50 years ago, no one really cared. Yeah. You know, it's the same kind of single-digit percentage. Republicans and Democrats didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You look at it now, and it's just so vicious. It's, it's. I don't know the percentages, but it's significant. It's like, um, I want to say it's like 20, 30, 40 percent of people are like uh, would be offended by the idea of uh, their son or daughter, you know, marrying someone that wasn't of the same political party, which yeah. is just like crazy. I think. I think. Yeah. It's crazy. But um, and and so, but this has become. Like the, the, these, I think we've become so politically divided and people are making so many choices. So many choices are political, like the fast food restaurant that we eat at. That's a political choice now for, yeah. for a lot of people, right? Yeah, because like, you get, um, what's the one that's Chick fil A. Yeah, right. I yeah. the name of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, we, we could, some people would probably resent um, that, saying that that's not a political kind of choice. I, but here's another example of that. I mean, I think this is, I like this one as an example of like how minute this can get um there's a website called reddit i don't know if you're okay so if your audience isn't familiar with it you know it's this like social sharing website it's like anyone can post links there and you post images and you would upload your images on this other website to post them on reddit this isn't true anymore but this was true two years ago so you if you were going to post an image on reddit you would upload it somewhere else and you'd post that image url on reddit and like the image sharing site you used became a political choice yeah where like all of the people who are republicans or I'm not Republicans is the wrong term, like sort of on like the red team, like yeah. the right oriented, we're using one image sharing site. Hmm. And all the people that were like on the blue or the left team, which aren't exactly the same thing, we're using a different site. It's like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. what is, this isn't a bullet, this is a, you, you upload an image and you get a URL back. Like, yeah. who cares? Like, who cares? Does the site work or not? Does it, perf- I'm like, does it work? Does it perform its function? I just think this, I don't know, to me, the idea that we're going to choose our, everything we do, we're going to choose along, I just think it's a disaster, honestly, to, to say we're going to make all of these choices along political axes. But it does seem that's the direction we're heading in. And to yeah. bring it back to business advice, maybe as a business owner, you should probably be thinking about these things because maybe yeah. it's a good way to get business or your competition or who knows because we we care about this way, way more, I think, than we used to. And I think the trends are towards caring about it yeah. more and more. Yeah. I find it odd that, you know, being liberty-minded is being made very, very political now. And I've always thought, found that very, very odd, especially um, just from this last election cycle. Um, I think it was New Boston because I live in Goffstown. So in New Boston... There's a lot of, like, kind of like the libertarian free state kind of movement going on there. And the, I want to say the Democrat incumbent or whatever, <laughs> put out some pretty, like, hit pieces against the libertarians and the free state project and all these things, yeah. even though they're a little bit different. Um, about how awful the Free State Project is because they're liberty-minded. And, you know, so things that I'm reading and I'm like, these are all good things to people who want a lot of control it's bad and i was like why is this political why is being free a a bad political statement 
Well, you know, the, I this is um, an area where I can actually sometimes I will disagree with other like libertarians on this. Like, because yeah. to me, I'm. It's clear to me that a lot of people do have the preference to have to control other people's lives and to have their lives controlled by others. Yeah. And like, if someone, if people want that, I don't want to begrudge them. Like yeah. I don't, I, and, and then this, I don't begrudge a socialist or a communist or any of these, unless they're saying that policy is, needs to be for everyone in the world. Mm-hmm. All right. Then I, then I'd say, okay, we're probably not going to get along right. Yeah. But if someone says, I want to live in a communist way with other people, but there will be like some space for other people who don't want to live communist to live that way. And then that's great to me. And same with socialist and same with mainstream Democrat and mainstream Republican and all of these choices. Like, it seems there's so much space in the world mm-hmm. and we have all this time fighting. We spent all this time fighting over how all 300 million people in the contiguous United States are going to live by one set of rules. And I'm just like, but like, why though? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm like, like why? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. And, and so that's the same kind of thing. So it's like, to me, if this kind of person, this kind of person is saying, well, I don't like, I don't think people should be able to make as many choices for themselves. I think it's, I think, the state or the government or whatever can know better for people. And should, well, okay, I don't agree with that, but I, but like, I feel like there should be enough space that people who want to live that way. Like, look, a lot of people like the product, or you know, or at least have been convinced that the product that is provided by democracy in the United States, mm-hmm. like the government that they get, a lot of people like it. A lot of people like it. Mm-hmm. Like so, I, you know. Unless they're saying, unless that person is saying, well, I like it and there's no exception for that. Like, you know, you talk to a normal person. I'm very liberty minded, right? I know very few people are offended by the idea that like, okay, like could the libertarians have like 10 square miles like somewhere on the planet to like go live in there without the FDA and, you yeah. know, without whatever. And it's like, yeah, sure. They, they just want it for themselves. They want the FDA and the public. Well, I mean, and not that necessarily libertarians are against these things. Libertarianism is a broad, some libertarians yeah. would be fine with some of these things. But, you know, whatever. But if they want the FDA and the public schools and, like, all the things that and, – and, you know, the foreign wars and, and 50% of their income or more given to the government, you know, if they want that, great. Let them have it. Like, just give us a space. And so that's why – that's another reason I like the Free State Project is, like, it's it just as someone who regularly presents things to people and talks to people about them, the reception is just so much better because the idea is not I want to make America libertarian, mm-hmm. which is a very threatening idea yeah. if you believe in some of the things that – say a mainstream democrat or a mainstream yeah. republican believes in but you're not saying that you're saying could we just have like some space and we don't even want all of new hampshire right like new hampshire is just like the smallest feasible yeah. like given the setup of the united states but like we're happy to go you know like give us some, even less yeah. i i seriously like i seriously think all it would take is like five square miles anywhere in the world <laughs> like you could put it in the desert and be like yep new everything's good here yeah. <clears throat> or really, it's not one. What we need is a framework. This is actually my only strong belief. It's literally my only strong political belief. It's a very real business-related idea. Yeah. Which is that if you want to get good results, you need a framework in which anyone, not any, you know, not literally anyone, but like you need a, a new, new, new um, entities can enter in competition, mm-hmm. and and some entities can fail due to lack of. Uh, quality, yeah. like, you know, they're not doing a good job. And that's what we see in business. And if we look at the things, you know, if you look at businesses, the more 
an area of business is set up to work this way, the higher quality a result as a consumer gets, right? And by the way, if you're looking at going into business, therefore, you should look for businesses <laughs> that don't have this property, right? Yeah. You should look for businesses where the competition isn't going to be as fierce. Um, but the more co- fierce the competition is, the better generally the results for the consumer. The cheaper the price is, the better the quality. Yeah. I think restaurants are a great example of this where, like, even it, even in, uh, you know, New Hampshire, which is not a particularly, like, large, you can get every quick cup kind of cuisine at you know, practically every level of quality yeah. um, because you know it's not that hard to start a restaurant and a lot yeah. of people can start restaurants and a lot of people know how to cook and so you get pretty high quality results and if you look at government it's an oligopoly no one can start a new government the United States charges you money to leave <laughs> it's not even free to leave uh, and if the, someone wants to start a new government, even in, in accordance with international law, if you look at things like Liberland or there's another one in Egypt or places like this, it's or Sealand, mm-hmm. eh, even, even international law around these things isn't really respected because it's not good for the countries to have more competition. Yeah. So they're going to be very resistant to that. But this is what we need. We need you know to think... I think it's unlikely that we found the best way to organize society of all time. Mm-hmm. I think it's unlikely that the United States in 17, you know, yeah. 1770s settled on the best organization of human beings for the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. I think it's unlikely that that's true. I think they did a pretty good job. Uh, but so if that's not true, we need a framework in which we can continue to experiment and find new things. And that framework doesn't exist. That's the biggest problem. It might be that socialism's awesome, right? Like if someone started a socialist country and it just all was amazing and it just all worked, like I'm skeptical that would happen, but it, but I'm I'm a scientist. If someone presented me with evidence, maybe I'd think about moving there. Maybe like, whoops, I was wrong, right? Like <laughs> that's how, you know, mm-hmm. that's how we should view the world. I mean, again, I, if you're asking me to bet on it, I'd give them, you know, one less than 1% chance. No, don't, don't mistake me um, for thinking otherwise. But they should certainly be allowed to try. And 1% chance to succeed sometimes. Some people would say that the libertarianism has a 1% chance of succeeding and not turning into a, a, a corporate-dominated hell. Okay, let us try. Because if we try and we fail, it didn't cost you anything, and the world learned. And if we succeed and it works, then we learn something new and it's great. Yeah. So it's like exactly the setup that we want, right? The, the negative externalities are contained to the people participating in the experiment. The positive externalities are available to everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the world should be in favor of the, uh, you know, of it happening. Whereas everyone in the world should not be in favor of the United States moving in, to, in, in towards libertarian policies. I don't think, I, I couldn't say that. How do I, you know, like I, look, I think they'd probably be better. But that's a much harder claim than the, the much narrower claim that I just made. Yeah. And so I like the narrower one because, like, it's much more defensible, much easier to persuade people of. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it makes sense. Like, competition is important. And it's when you you allow those ideas out and then they, they fight against each other and you find out which one works, which one's stronger, and you go from there. And But as you were saying earlier, the problem is they're not even allowed. You know? Yeah. And most One of the biggest arguments I get online all the time is like, oh, there's no place that has, you know, these types of principles that ever does well and i'm like no it's not allowed anywhere you know we're, we're like the free state project is fighting you bring people in you're trying to create it and it's resisted heavily like everywhere yeah yes yes so, which is your big, big well but there's enough yeah. of us right but like like look there are 
three to five million people in the United States who regularly vote Libertarian. Yeah. Which is not necessarily everyone in the precinct. So that's already five times the state of New Hampshire. Yeah. Let alone, I believe it's you know it's something like fifteen to twenty percent of people who identify as both fiscally conservative and socially liberal, which is like basically a libertarian. Mm-hmm. So it might not be um, a majority idea in any given state. Yeah. But it's there's enough people that we could be a majority in a lot of states. Yeah. And so the answer is like, look. If you like those things, you're losing them everywhere. By concentrating, maybe we can win in one place. Yeah. And maybe we can also put pressure on the United States government to, you know, be less aggressive about those things in the state. But the first step is, you know, to concentrate. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, yeah, we're getting about a half hour point. Um, let's do a quick plug for you guys. Uh FSP.org is the <laughs> domain name. If you're already convinced that you should sign up, it's FSP.org slash join. Uh, you can also join our newsletter if you're not ready to sign up. And uh, you can also donate. So if you're like, wow, that sounds great, but there's no way I'm going to ever participate, you can um, relax your guilt right now by making a donation. And that's it. also on the website, I believe it's slash donate, um, but you can certainly just find it from the homepage. Um, also, I mean, I think, uh, you can just visit. Visiting's really good. That's the best. If you have never been to New Hampshire, I mean, if you've never been to New Hampshire and you listen to Christian's show, you don't need the Free State Project to convince you (laughs) that you ought to come up and visit. Uh, so you should do that. If you specifically want to visit on behalf of the Free State Project, there's, um, uh, there's Liberty Forum in February, which is like the serious one where there's like serious discussions. And I mean, people have fun too, but it's um, presentations and discussions and it's uh, a great chance to meet um, people. And it's in February, so you'll see what the winters are like. And there's also Pork Fest, which is like the burning man of liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, still some discussion, but camping in the woods, um, certainly much more of a recreational um atmosphere, uh, private campground, uh, um, federal agents will be driven from the property with, um, haste, let's say, uh, <laughs> started that sentence without a way to end it. And, uh, uh, uh what else? Yeah. Uh, just cut. Co- yeah. Come and visit. Um, we're also, there's like a whole system of like, you can get advice on your visit and, uh, you can find people to meet. There's events. Like, I think there's a Liberty event literally every day of the week. Uh, in the state of New Hampshire. There's usually several a day because there's so many cities and there's so many people here uh, on the website, but definitely visit, definitely check it out. It's not, the words can't really describe the subjective experience of the visit, so that's the first step. Cool. Awesome. I like it. Yeah. So, actually, it's a pretty good leaving off point. You got me yeah. right there. So, yeah. great. Uh, uh, happy to. Yeah, happy to be on the, the show. Thanks awesome. for having me, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. And you guys, if you want to learn more, definitely reach out, look at what the information they have. As I know, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy and I have been talking a lot about, you know, a lot of personal beliefs and stuff like that. So, um, you know, those could change based on the person. You know, the liberty is liberty. It's pretty, pretty vast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you'll find all types here. So, like, I'm a startup business-oriented person. You'll find people who are into permaculture and people who are all about school choice and people are into... Um, uh, uh, you know, very in, uh, funny people who are very into like shooting and gun culture yeah. and talking about any of that, you know, but so like, no matter what, you, what you're, you know, what you're into, there's going to be some people who are into that here. Cause there's 5,000 of us. Yeah. You know? Pretty cool. I like it. So anyway, thank you guys so much. Thank you for joining me and, uh, I'll talk to you all next time.